you walk and then you bump your pinky toe into furniture. Okay. The science behind that is, you know how we wear shoes? Yeah. And so our fingers get like shrink. Okay. And socks, right? And so it's like shrinking and like when we take it off and we're walking in the house, our like fingers, they go like that. They open up. But our mind hasn't processed it. It didn't process it, that's why it doesn't realize. Ah, yeah, that's why you kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yes, but what if you wear slippers? You still kind of do that. Really? Do you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, but slippers are more like. Flat. Like, yeah, it's a, it gives her. Okay, so today's topic is how much should you care about other people's opinions? And I thought of this topic because. Like I saw this news where like um this woman she was and it, it comes up a lot like it's just this woman she was like wearing a crop top and jeans and then like the airline was like oh your clothes offended someone like these other families so you can't board on the plane right and she was complaining right and that was like on the news and my mom was like oh yeah I mean like she was like making other people un uncomfortable so. Like that's on her. She was like, you know, showing her body too much. And then, and then I was like, um, she was just wearing a crop top and jeans. And then I was like, why? And then my mom's like, oh, you're also like kind of that. So like, you shouldn't do that, you know. And I'm like, that's really not the point. So how much should you care about other people's opinions? Like, because if you care too much, people are like, oh, don't care about other people. Just care about yourself. Like your opinion matters more. Like, a lot of people are like that, right? Right. And that's true. But, if you're making other people uncomfortable, should you care about that opinion as well? Or should you be like, oh my gosh, you know, whatever. I think it depends on, like, what uncomfortable is. Yeah. Like, uh, for example, if you wear a, um... I mean, if you're naked. Yeah, but, yeah, that's, that's a more radical example, but if you're naked. Yeah. But at the same time, it's your own choice. So you're and you're gonna offend anyone with whatever you do. So like someone is gonna get offended. So your argument is that if you like wear a Santa hat yeah. in July and walk on the street, people are gonna get offended anyway, so why don't just be naked? But yeah, you know what? We might be wearing Santa hats and then like um you know Christian people might be like Oh, that's really culturally, not culturally, religiously inappropriate. I'm not saying it's a case for everyone, but I don't think she's not really care about Santa in the room. Yeah, and I think it's Coca Cola. Coca Cola? <laughs> Coca Cola and Santa? Wow, what? That's like. Oh no, Coca Cola created the image of Santa. That's like Karl Marx saying time is invented by capitalists to sell watch. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> no, but. I think. Wait, where, where is Santa from? What is the origin of Santa? Like, what I is think Santa is. He's not. It's just an old man. Thing. Because he's not Jesus, right? Right. He's not Jesus. He's not Jesus. He's, he's not Jesus. Whoa! Yeah, okay, not... We're gonna offend a lot of viewers. Wait, Santa Claus is Jesus? No! No! Why no, do you no, exactly. think that Santa Claus is Jesus? Christmas is the celebration of Christ. Jesus being born. Yeah. 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 Where did Saturn and Virginia come from? 
But see, here's the thing. I think what Christians celebrate the most, at least from my understanding of Christians, or my connection with Christians that I know in my life, Christmas is the most important day, right? Because that's actually when Jesus was born. But if you think about it, Santa Claus, that's a character from Christmas Eve. He has nothing to do with Christmas. And everything about Christmas Eve, you know, all these traditions and these giftings, that's that's not really related with the religion at all. And, you know. Yeah, but how was it? How how did some Santa come up? Like, how did it work? From my understanding, I don't remember the exact. Yeah. So, um, Santa is this like this old man mm-hmm. next to uh, Jesus or when Jesus born or something. And he is like this very nice person who will give, I guess, take care of children during the uh, winter, cold winter, so, especially in like, you know, Finland, that area. And that's why there's a rumor that he's from Finland or more. So was he one of the people who was like, drifting, you know, like, what was No, no, no. He, he's not really in the big picture of the, the history of Christianity. He's oh. just a minor character that people kind of look up into and kind of admire his spirit. Yeah. So he kind of became this... So was he center. there before Coca-Cola? I think so. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty no, sure. No, I think Coca-Cola like set his like brand image. When was Coca-Cola established? I don't know, but like... And that's after industrialization, that's after yeah, America so, even became a country. No, I feel like Santa Claus is definitely like, um, like the crux to consumerism. Mm-hmm. Like, he has like a brand image, definitely. Yeah, he does, he does. Okay, we're really off topic. <laughs> okay, going back to topic. The woman who wasn't wearing enough clothes. criticizing especially you know uh, parents in their 30s 40s or 50s they kind of um, encourage their children to stop exposing themselves mostly because um, this exposing culture is founded in you know in uh, in the 80s or 70s to promote a brand image and and kind of their understanding of this appeal is to you know, attract sexually, mm-hmm. and that's their understanding of this kind of dress. Yeah. No, I think like also in another podcast, I really want to talk about like the sexualization of like young girls. These young girls, like 
flooding themselves and like doing weird stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like, yeah, that's fine if you want to do it. It's your choice. Go for it. Like, I was also doing it because I was kind of stupid and stuff. But you have to enjoy your youth. <laughs> Wait, well, that's a big statement. No, you, <laughs> you got to enjoy your youth. You got to enjoy your non-sexualized youth. The innocent kind of Yeah, like, okay. Like, I feel like that's gone now because of TikTok and like all these like, you know. Yeah, I agree. And that's, that's you know, the problem with, um, you know, phone fear of missing out. Because everyone uh, else is doing it, kind of, you have to do it. Yeah. And um, I think right now the uh, value of people has drastically changed from being rich and powerful to being popular. You can be extremely poor, you can be, you know, like, from a rural family, but if you're fa famous, then you basically succeed in your life. That's yeah. kind of the... Because um, I feel like yeah. when we view media, we're like consuming it like constantly, right? Right. And so we don't really take time to second guess it. Right. right? right. And so, like, the problem is that we contextualize ourselves and our lives with media, and so we just believe everything that media says, even though we know it's not true. Mm. So, like, uh, every time that we encounter a situation, it's kind of like in the masculine, you know, like, <laughs> I don't want to bring that up, but, like, um, if you, like, if you're looking at something and you find yourself in that same situation, you have that as your guidance to how you're supposed to act in that situation. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Wait, what? <laughs> so like, it's like even, you know how the mask you live in brought up like porn? Yeah. And like the, how like sex education is now like all based on porn, pornography and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. And it's more realistic. It's unrealistic, but that's all the information we have, and so that's what we base our ideas on how the situation is supposed to unfold. And, and I think that's uh, that's also a problem that only exists in uh, current society. Because mm -hmm. everything is so peaceful and safe, we don't have like uh, that big of a problem. And we still have it in certain parts of the world, but we don't have it that frequently compared to like the 1900s where we have famines, we have, you know, wars yeah. and these kind of extreme conditions. We don't have like, anything else and, to... Right, so what happens is that people exaggerate stuff when some small things happen. Yeah, like and, dramatize right. your life. Right, right. exactly. So that's, yeah. that's, that's the problem. And I think that we don't really think of the consequences to it. We're like, we're just like not thinking about the consequences because right. we're just following popular media. Go, can I talk about Corona? Yeah. The vaccines. Like, it's, it's okay to get it, and I think it's really good that the vaccines are out. But the thing is with the governments, they don't talk about the side effects. They only talk about the good things about the vaccines and how like, everyone is rushing to get it and stuff. And they don't talk about like, I think they do talk about side effects. They do, but they don't talk about, like, there's a lot of people who are dying because of the vaccine. There's a lot of people who are getting crazy and the, med the mass media doesn't really project that. Where, where did you get those sources from? News. On what news? <laughs> um, Nippon Keizai Shinbun or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's trustworthy. Yeah. Or I also hear like people get like, you know, it's kind of sick or something like 
I mean, you can't really trust both sides, so you just gotta keep your mind open to it, but, you know, we're just like, so, we get really inculated with beliefs that we don't know what you think, so we just follow everyone. I, I think that's not a bad thing to just follow everyone, because it's really hard for people who are not knowledgeable in these things to yeah, see and yeah. really understand. You know, scientists, they took years to get a doctor's degree to finally you yeah. understand the vaccine, but I understand the thing. We cannot expect everyone to understand this. So, from my personal opinion, it's good to have a uh, knowledgeable community telling us what to do yeah. when they are specialized in that field. I feel like in this society right now, opinions are really valuable. Like, if you have an opinion, that's like valid, right? Mm -hmm. But if you don't have an opinion, then people are like, oh, what the hell? You used to kind of suck. You have to have an opinion, what are you doing? But it's kind of hard to have an opinion if you're not knowledgeable enough. Right. And then people cancel them, and so people are less likely to have an opinion, so... And that's just like a cycle, you know, so... I mean, uh, public opinion, mm -hmm. it's... It's a dangerous thing. Especially in the, you know, democratic world in, in America or anywhere else. I think America, that kind of shows it the most explicitly. You know, public opinion, Basically, what people think or the strongest opinion can take over even what the government decides to do, yeah. what the policies are, and how people react with it. With the vaccine, people think that once they have a vaccine, that they're not going to get coronavirus. Mm. Why? The vaccine's only going to prevent it. Right. But you're, this doesn't mean that you're never going to get coronavirus. And so people are starting to take off the masks and stuff. That's really stupid, I think. I think it's kind of like the last choice that the governments have to promote vaccines and to put vaccines in such a good yeah. spotlight. It's too if you like, don't, then there's no way, there's no kind of like escape, escape way yeah, yeah, for yeah, people. Yeah. And people just start revolting and going back to the times where they take off their masks and break yeah, bottles. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just a way to calm society down right. for now. Going back to the topic. Um, oh yeah. So, so on the plane ride back from Nagano, mm -hmm. I was watching um, this TV show and it was called New York Jess, right? Yeah. And it's in the episode it was like talking about pogos. Do you know what pogos are? Yeah. Pogos are like something that other people talk about about you behind your back. Okay. If you if you had a photo, would you want to know it or not? It's other people's opinions of you that may not be decent. I don't know, I guess there's a reason why they don't want me to hear it. Yeah, but like, if, if you can take it, would you want to hear it? If I can take it? Yeah. Not really, because it doesn't really do any benefit to me, right? Because mm -hmm. yeah. if the person decides to not tell me, then there's a reason for them to not tell me, which means that they don't have this incentive to, like, well, to show me that they actually hate me or actually like me or something like yeah. that. So it's their, it's just you, their opinion. Don't you think that other people's opinions are not really reflective of you, but rather reflective of their insecurity? No, I disagree with that. Really? Why? I mean, the whole point, the, the whole basic foundation of society is people working together. If you do not 
accept other people's opinions of you or you cannot basically fit in, into the society. Then you cannot hold a position. And that makes you excluded and that's just a, I guess that's just a sad reality of you being excluded. That's just Yeah, yeah, so like not not talking about you, but like the other person, like the person who's talking shit about you. Yeah. Do you think that shit comes from their insecurities? I think so. Like, are they projecting their own insecurities onto you? And then they're like, oh, he has a big ass team. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has a big ass team. And then maybe they're insecure. Like, I think if you're insecure about something in yourself, you notice it more in other people. But the other person might not really care. See, the thing is, it's. It's not really a good thing to say, but it's sometimes healthy to do that. You compare your other, compare yourself with other people behind their back, yeah. and you feel better about yourself. That's a source of motivation. Okay. But if you don't tell them, well, you, it means you don't have the incentive to actually hurt them, and that's fine because you're not doing harm any harm to the side. Mm -hmm. So if you keep it behind their back, or if you just keep it to yourself, then that's totally acceptable. So you rather someone else talk shit behind your back than? Say shit in front of your face. I guess so. Oh, really? No, but wouldn't you be like, oh, what, what? If you want to say something, then you want to say it to my face. Right, exactly. Which means that if you don't, if they decide to not to, then they don't want to say it. Oh, uh, so they're like coward. And now you no, 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 it's not their coward. It's that they don't have the incentive to seriously tell you what they think. So basically, they're just thinking about this. For their own, you know, just for their, insecurity, for, okay, for, for their, their own motivation. Yeah, and yeah. that's not necessarily what they think at you as a person. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. I mean, even if you hear it, like, yeah, you shouldn't take it by heart because everyone else's opinions are really that reflective of you as a person. I mean, if a lot of people, so if a lot of people all say that you're annoying, Lots of people ask me that you're like annoyed because you do this. Do you think you should change this? If a lot of people say that you're annoyed, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Maybe you should consider it. Yeah. But if like only a few people say like, oh, this is annoying about you, then maybe they're just not your match, right? Not really. I think you should take it all criticisms that people explicitly tell you. Mm. There are but, only a few people okay. in societies that have the courage to actually stand up to and confront you. And that's probably, mostly, the closest people that you have. Oh, and they're, they're saying it out of their own good, like, right. for your own how, how much should you consider that, though? I guess you should consider criticisms equally. Equally? Yeah. With your own opinion? Like, balance it? Like, equally? Yeah. Not your opinion is more... See, that's the thing. If you want to fit in a society, you have to contribute to it. You, you mm. cannot just make the society surround you yeah. without changing yourself. Oh. It's not being selfish, it's unrealistic. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, if you, no, I feel like also yourself is created by indirect society. No one, like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's another debate. Okay. It's still, you know, in the fields. Sociology, we still debate if you know if you're born with if you, you, your personality is genetic yeah. or you know influenced by your atmosphere. I think both. But yeah. 
You know why it might be genetic? Why people might um, confuse that as genetic? Because you're you, most likely your parents. Yeah, your parents. Most likely you're raised by your parents, and that's why you inherit their characteristics, and that's why people might confuse that as genetic. Right. But maybe it's completely sociological. Oh yeah. How much do you care about your reputation? How much do I care about my reputation? Yeah. Personally, um... Because... Because <laughs> reputation, <laughs> also, reputation also has to do with other people's opinions, you know? Right. If you care about your reputation a lot, then you probably value other people's opinions more than yours. See, here's the thing. Do you care about the reputation that you have currently? Or do you care about how the future sees you? Your reputation to yourself? No, just in the future. You know, like let's say that yeah. um, someone recorded you in history, yeah. and a hundred years later, your great 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 grandchildren is gonna learn about you. Do you care about what they think about you? Honestly, no. I'm dead. Right? <laughs> <laughs> would you? I mean, I would. It's uh, it's the only way. I love to live forever, honestly. If you're recorded in history, then you will always be remembered, okay. even though you're dead. So your point in life, you're living, is to leave your name in the I mean, history. it feels like if you, if you are remembered, uh -huh. then that kind of shows your influence over other people. Like, it kind of shows your success overall. Oh, okay, but what do you define success? Like, what do you define Remembered by a lot of people, or remembered by like close people that was also living in the same age. Like, remembered by your friends, and they also died, but you're remembered by them. So once they die, you're gone. You're gone. <laughs> but, but I feel like that's more important to me. To me, I feel like yeah. yeah. If I'm happy and if I make other people happy, that's great. I don't really care about being remembered by any other. You know, I guess a lot of uh, politicians, were, they, they kind of figured it out, but you know how since the start of civilization, yeah. powerful people or even normal people, or everyone, yeah. their goal is to find a way to live forever. That's basically everyone's goal. Yeah, but why would you want that? Is it that? Yeah, that's another topic, but... Why would you want that? Seriously, I really don't mind dying at 60, but apparently if you get 60, you want to live more. Apparently, that's sure, why. Sure. But I really don't mind. If my life starts not getting fruitful and it just gets repetitive, I don't mind dying. The thing is, life never gets repetitive. Mm -hmm. You make your life repetitive. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like, so if you're thinking about that, then that's gonna I happen. I mean, if you yeah. just keep working in a multinational corporation, with a white color and you get mostly taste sitting in the office cubicle. It's your choice. And that's your that's choice, true. exactly. It's but it's rather it's whether you want to live a stable life or progress in society. Right. Or progress. See the, that's that's the I guess that's the two types of people in this world where I categorize it. The first type is um, the type of people that cares about uh, public opinions the most. They mm -hmm. want to be remembered. 
and written down in history. Yeah. I guess that's one way to, I guess, have a meaning in your life. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you, you're, you're always there and you're remembered. You're like this character now in yeah. the story of humanity. But there's other type of people where they don't really care about what's coming. They enjoy what they can right now. Mm. Yeah.
selfish as their own people. Yeah. But what's happening today mm -hmm. is that they are overly antagonized by the people of being selfish. Yeah. And that's, I think, is the biggest issue. No, see, that's also the point I'm making. So, like, people always say that they're bad, but they're also the same people. Like, wouldn't you also do that? No, I, I, I think there are two types of people. Firstly, uh, people who have different ideologies than, than like, uh, yeah, yeah. that's, like, really that's, really yeah. that's just what they believe. But uh, secondly, is that people don't really understand, or they're not educated enough mm -hmm. to understand what the politicians or the policies are supporting. Yeah, for example, uh, for example, the, a president, it seems like he did nothing. A president sitting in the office, uh, no global affairs, no foreign policies, no big reform. Yeah. He's just sitting there. Would you consider him as a good president? Like Joe Biden? No, let's not get controversial, so let's not name names. Let's say there's just a president there. Yeah. He, ha he has no, he barely appears on the news. Mm. And he barely passes new laws, new policies. Like Suga. <laughs> let's say this okay, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Would you support him? Personally, no. Right? Yeah. But some people do. Like, people who only care about themselves, if their policies or if their lack of policies aren't affecting that, they might support them. See, th that's the problem now you're referring to. People like big stuff. You know, yeah, people like. Like when Donald Trump. When, yeah. when Donald Trump is uh, going against China. People you know, are like, when Whoa. doing Hong Kong protests. That's, that's, uh, that's what we call rally around the flag effect in, in okay. countries. Basically, when even in democracy, especially in democracy, when let's say a country starts a war, like America starts uh, the Iraq war after 9 11, people are really patriotic. Mm -hmm. That's just like a social norm. There's a new thing, and you have a new target to express your emotions and hate on. People will do it because that's yeah, the easiest yeah, yeah. way to express it. The problem with politicians is that good politicians don't necessarily have to be always making new stuff. Good politicians are the ones that maintain stuff. For example, if there's if everyone uh, the president decides let's go to war, yeah. if Japan says that let's go to war with Korea, let's go to war with China. People might be happy, people might be mad, but let's say he uses the money mm -hmm. that's, that's been fixing this road over here. Mm -hmm. Who's gonna fix the road now? Exactly. So it's only when you lose the sustainable development, you realize the importance of these presidents. Yeah, uh, yeah so yeah, everyone, like, if it doesn't affect you, you right. really don't care, right. and you're not being educated on the actual policy. Right. Like, I bet, like, half of the people who voted for Biden, they don't know any of his policies. They just voted for him because a lot of people are voting for him, and Trump is really... I think the Biden is a very, very interesting phenomenon. Because politically, if you uh, examine the political atmosphere yeah. and the personnels and their influence within the political cycle in America, Trump was like almost 80% is gonna get reelected. And that's what uh, reporters, even in China, expected yeah. Trump to be reelected. But he costs too much. Biden won. Why? And even I thought that Trump won, but in the last few months before the election. I thought Joe Biden is going to Why? Because it just open Instagram. Everyone is saying, go for exactly. Joe Biden. See, Everyone, go I for think Joe Biden. everyone really cares about what 
the danger of public opinion yeah. and thinking yeah. about others. Exactly. That's, that's the biggest problem here. Like, you don't have an opinion. Like, if you don't have an opinion, you're basically swayed by whatever the popular right. opinion is. Right. And that can really, you know, harm society. Like, Joe Biden, like, everyone's like, oh, Trump is racist. Like, I saw it on, like, one video, but this guy was like, you know, Joe Biden is also racist, but he's a quiet racist. <laughs> so, you know, like, I think Trump is too controversial and too, too divisive that they had no other choice but but Honestly, I really don't think there's a, that much of a strong correlation between the, uh, the actual policies they adopt and what the public thinks. The, the public is kind of a, a different power, a third battlefield. That's why in, uh, in America, you know, the media, yeah. that's the fourth pillar of the government. Mm -hmm. and the first being the White House, the uh, Congress, mm -hmm. the, the uh, Supreme Court, and the fourth one, that's the media. Yeah. And the media kind of runs by themselves. And the uh, opinion... Media, yeah, media can be right. bad, but it can also be good. Right, it can be good, it can be bad, but it's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's, it's dangerous. dangerous if you don't know what it entails. Like, yeah, if you don't know like what is right and what's wrong. Because media, it helps like spread awareness. You know? Like I was, I literally just looked at like Cuban, Cuban, uh, that was whoa. Like I didn't know what that was happening, and you know that kind of opened my eyes to it. But like media can also be really harmful. Like people. Posting the black squares for Black Lives Matter, yeah. that did nothing. Right, and yet you did. I didn't, I didn't. You really? Yeah, did. I did. I thought you did. No, I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like a lot of people were just like going on that trend. And, you know, I feel like because we're, um, we, we have like her behavior, like we all try to do the same thing as people in society because we want to belong, right? We want to. We want to have like someone to relate to us, so, and that's why we care about people's opinions so much. But yeah, it's really dangerous if we don't have anything to say for yeah, ourselves. Yeah, totally agree. Mm -hmm. Okay, so also talking about that, you can't really please everybody, right? Everyone's gonna have different opinions and stuff. So how much, like in conclusion, how much should you value people's in terms of percentage. In terms of percentage. Yeah. Uh, I would say. I would say like seventy-five percent. Yours? Yeah, because it's important to hear what people say, but yeah. it's another story to follow them. You know? Yeah. It's important to hear them what what they're saying, but sometimes you you can just evaluate them and see ah that's what they're thinking. That's interesting. Or sometimes you can say, oh, I never thought of that, maybe I should investigate more into it. Yeah. And the, the, the sole problem with the people that believes in others' opinion 100% is that, um, you know, they just live by the standards of others. They literally are water. <laughs> they would blow yeah. on both sides, yeah. I feel like. If, if you're really thoughtless, if you're not thinking about anything, yeah. You could literally just go on and play, and that's kind yeah. of. Oh, I f I feel like I'm also kind of that person. I just realized that I 
really cannot, I'm really impressionable. Okay. <laughs> if I if I learn something really new and like thought provoking and I kind of relate to it, I might just sway, and that's really scary. So I need Whoa. to be more aware. Because I I agree with you a lot of things, and I'm like, oh maybe I should be a little more social. Because you know how like um in English class we're like looking at um texts and stuff like that. Okay. I like every time I see a new movie and stuff, you always have something to say about like you're like oh Journal Club was not that great. I thought it was fine because mm -hmm. it was something new. Okay. Like I don't take time to say yes though, so I really uh, need to start doing that. That was really scary for me. Yeah, no, I mean, opinions, they, they change, that's why they're part of Yeah, yeah, they change. So if you're sit, your opinion sit. Yeah, if you're dogmatic, that's not right. good as well. Because, Yo, as well, yeah, you always have to be open-minded, I think. Yeah. But it's also good to have some sense of criticism. Like, in yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, how, how much, how long do you speak for? Yeah, okay, maybe we should get it. That's for another matter. Okay. Okay.